She's classy. She's sassy. She's a little smart assy. Ladies and gents, the priestess of swearing spirituality. The badass whisperer herself, Kelly McLean. Hello, bitches. How are you? Uh, I don't know how I am. <laughs> Today is October 3rd, 2022. We've just come out of Mercury retrograde and um, I feel it. It's good. Um, the day that Mercury stations starts either retrograde or direct, um, that day is usually the wonkiest. It is essentially standing still. There's no motion. Granted, hopefully we know by now that Mercury doesn't literally go backwards. It's our perspective from Earth. We're a bit old thing. Um, so on the day of station... From our perspective, the optical illusion is that it's not moving at all. And so, um, everything that is Mercury, moving parts, automated things, machinery, cars, computers, phones, um, what else? Anything with moving parts, pretty much anything involving communications. Um, go super wonk. <laughs> um, and yeah, that definitely happened. I use Instacart a lot. I mean, a lot, you guys. I haven't been inside a grocery store in a long time. And I was doing this before the pandemic. I just, it's just not good for my spirit. I just don't like going into grocery stores. Um, I save money doing it this way because I can see what I'm doing. And anyway, um, I use Instacart a lot. I've really, out of all the times that I've used it, I've just not really had any major issues. I think there's been maybe two orders where something was missing, and this is like over years. Well, yesterday I placed an order, and it just never, the, the shopper just, there was a sign to shopper, and they just never started shopping. So like, seven minutes before it was supposed to arrive at my house, they had never begun the shopping. And like 30 minutes before that, I even said, have you started shopping yet? No answer. So I canceled it and did a new order and that one came. So that was annoying. Um, my phone was acting weird yesterday. I was sitting here doing work, writing bitch scopes. And for no reason whatsoever, my computer just restarted and, um, there was a payment that I was supposed to receive that I didn't receive. Um, it's just, it's just comical, but I have gotten a whole lot of clarity about things. So that's a good thing. Um, and hopefully you guys are experiencing the upside of mercury as well. So I do feel clearer about things. I've been futzing around in my office space here my little witchy apothecary office and moving things around, moving things around in your house changes the flow of energy. And so do it, um, anytime really, but when the seasons change and you're decorating, 
um, experiment because it does change the flow of energy in your house and the, just the vibe and the energy. And so um, if you feel stuck in your life, one thing that you can do that, I mean, I think it's fun. I love decorating. Um, that's kind of fun is to rearrange stuff in your house, whether it's the furniture or just the accessories, put up new art, um, move pictures out of one room and into like whatever. Um, it's a really good way to start to feel unstuck, um, because that energy will, will flow out into the rest of the parts of your life. Anyway, um, let's see if I can get through this recording without any mishaps or whining cats. One of my cats is obsessed with playing fetch. And I mean, obsessed. And he has these little toys and they go under furniture and like under the doors to the closets. And then he just wanders around the house crying. And so, you know, for weeks now I've been like, okay, get your toy, open the door. I just leave the closet door open now so that he can go in there and get his thing but he still just wanders around the house, just whining. It's because he wants to play. And I just, I feel like the cat needs Prozac at this point. I don't, it's driving me insane. Maybe I need Prozac. <laughs> Maybe I just need earplugs. I don't know, but he might come in here whining. So, you know, life with cats. Um, let's see what kind of fuckery this week has in store for us, shall we? Um, if you read last week's spicy little essay here on Bitch Scopes, did I even say this is bitch scopes? I said, hey, bitches, and I think we're like five minutes in and I haven't said the word bitch scopes yet. Okay, so if you read last week's bitch scopes, uh, we begin this week with no pants. I'm not wearing pants right now. Spoiler, I don't ever wear pants. I wear dresses. Um, no pants day is a day when there's no major astrological transit to transit aspects. Transit to transit, transit to transit means, um, the planets in the sky aspecting each other. Um, it, this does not take into account, of course, your personal natal chart. And those transits are when the planets in the sky make an aspect to the planet in your chart. And that's what's happening for you personally. So transit to transit aspects are what's happening to kind of all of us generically, um, like personally generically, but then the outer planets are like what's happening in the world globally, socially, societally, etc. So anyway, today there's no major anything. So sit down, take your pants off, maybe take your pants off, then sit down. Um, drink some wine for breakfast if you want, have some cereal for dinner, like, you know, just be crazy because it's no pants day. Anyway, tomorrow, Tuesday, we have everybody's favorite Saturn square Uranus. Um, this has been coloring the energy of last year and much of this year. Yay. So this is the last time that this particular square will peak until 2043. Um, this square has a history of undoing governments and fucking up the economy. So the good news is, kids, we are right on track. Uh, Uranus, 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 I, why did I just change how I say that? Coupon, coupon, how do you say it? Um, rules the future and technology and progress. Saturn uh, rules tradition, foundation, and rules. 
the last time these two squared up the way they are now was in 1999 to 2001. Um, at that time, Saturn was in Taurus, Uranus was in Aquarius. Uranus rules Aquarius, so that's interesting. Taurus is um, relates to the Earth, natural disasters, but also money and currency. Aquarius, of course, is rebellion and freedom and humanitarianism and all that. So during that time, 1999 to 2001, here's some things that we saw that can be attributed to um, Saturn and Uranus squaring. We saw the emergence of the internet, um, the introduction of the internet. That's a total Uranus thing. What's happening with my brain? Um, we saw the election of Putin as president of Russia. I would really love to see that end with the end of this squaring. Um, the Euro was born. Um, European universal currency. And I remember everybody was up in arms about, <clears throat> I don't know, the Christians were all freaking out about the mark of the beast or something. I forget. Um, NATO led by the U S bombed Yugoslavia without UN approval. So that was kind of a big deal. Russia was at war with Chechnya. There was a 7.4 magnitude earthquake in Turkey uh, the first crew to live on the International Space Station happened. Um, then, of course, we had that whole Bush versus Gore election, clusterfuck with dangling chads and all of that. And Florida, Florida only in Florida, was right at the center of the fuckery as ever. Um, Vermont legalized same-sex marriage, which is a total fuck you to Saturnian patriarchy. Then there was the USS Cole terrorist attacks. California had rolling blackouts. So it was kind of the beginning of the energy crises we experience now. Um, Bill Gates stepped down as the CEO of Microsoft. Uh, mobile phones became much more common. There was a 7.9 earthquake in Indonesia and a 7.4 earthquake in Azerbaijan. And then, of course, in 2001, we had 9-11 terrorism in the U.S., terrorism on U.S. soil, and that changed everything, really. I mean, so much about our daily lives changed after that, of course, and that's, it was just awful. I remember that day. I know you guys remember that day. So that's all stuff that happened last time, and um, so we're right in the middle of, of a lot of that stuff now. We don't really know what the outcome is of the things that are unfolding now. We'll know that in a few years. So tomorrow that Uranus and Saturn square is exact. And then they will slowly be moving out of square for several months. They'll be still be within like spit and distance of each other and an exact square for quite a while, but the temperature slowly decreases. Then Wednesday through Saturday of this week, there's a bunch of transits that are just kind of like insecurity, doubt, uncertainty, just general bajiggityness. Um, about everything from relationships to our life purpose. But there's a strong theme of healing all week long. And I like to remind people that healing isn't the kumbaya part of the journey. Healing is painful. It's sore and tender and swollen and itchy and scabby and oozy. And that brings us to the full moon. Um... <laughs> 
Aries, it's an Aries full moon this week. Aries is a symbol of action and personal power. And the moon is our feelings. Often people with natal Aries moon, and I have a whole bunch of them in my life, which trips me out. Um, I collect Aries moons. Um, These are people that might have a lot of feelings, but they don't really know what to do with them. Um, And I call that not knowing what to do with my hands. Emotions just need to be expressed. Feelings just need to be felt. And yet Aries wants to do something, which leads to awkward hand placement and lots of shifting around uncomfortably. Um, if you read the blog, I, I select a, a, a graphic or a photo for the blog each week that goes with the theme. And so I Googled like awkward hands or something. What I found was this little collage of really weird, awkward, bizarro handshakes. And it just shows the hands, not the face, luckily, but they're all Donald Trump's awkward ass handshakes with various people. I don't, I can't tell who they are, but it's so funny anyway. Um, and you can find the blog at kellymclean.blogspot.com. If your brain needs to actually read the words, they're all there, but I'm speaking the words cause this is a podcast anyway. So this full moon in Aries is strongly influenced by a conjunction with Chiron, hence the healing and an opposition with Venus. This makes us more aware because full moons shine light on circumstances and, and truths of our wounds that we haven't processed or healed. It's like, great. When aren't we doing that, Kelly? Honestly, I don't know. I feel like we're constantly becoming aware and healing. Hmm. Um, fears, doubts, and insecurities around our gifts, our strengths, our skills, um, our just general confidence can pop out of the closet around this time and be all look at me and this gross, unhealed insecurity from 1987. And then Venus joins the party and asks that we face our relationships without leaving our true selves behind. Our truth, our authenticity, those are um, important. And we have to learn how to be ourselves while still being in a relationship. So that's that. Um, The full moon also sextiles Saturn. And everybody goes, ew, Saturn. Um, But this can actually provide us with some gumption. And that is what I named the scopes this week. Gumption, conjunction, what's your function? And if you, like me, are a child of the 70s, that song is now stuck in your head. And it goes, conjunction, junction, what's your function? But in this case, it's, and I'm going to see if I can even get these words out properly. Gumption conjunction, what's your function? <laughs> and did it anyway. Uh, my brain is a crazy place. Um, but this Saturn sextile to the full moon kind of gives us the gumption, the determination to do the emotional work that's necessary. Saturn, in this case, might actually kind of calm our tits a little bit from the awkward hands and the full moon. So the, the full moon may be uncomfortable, but it and it will bring up stuff that needs to come up, blah, 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 healing, blah. Um, you know, welcome to earth. Uh, the sun will be trying Saturn as well. And um, that gives us sort of a commanding presence and a feeling of control, thank God, over our own self so that we can do badass things in the world. Um, 
However, you know, it's just a day. So don't get overwhelmed with feeling like you have to go change the world. Maybe just focus on small things like I do, um, like staying out of jail, um, not saying everything I think, not making faces while other people are talking. Um, <laughs> those are my goals. Um, okay, so here are your scopes for this week, starting with Aries, of course. Aries, this full moon can increase your self-awareness and give you downloads of insight and clarity. Your path and purpose can become a little clearer and more accessible. This is an opportunity for you to assess how you show up in the world. You will be able to see and feel what is no longer working for you, and that's what you want to release under this full moon in order to clear the path forward. Authenticity and comfort in your flesh suit are the goals. Taurus. A full moon in the 12th house, which is what you have going on this week, is a deep experience if you are tuned in. Things that you have buried or hidden from yourself can come up at this time. Sometimes it's a goal or a project that you set aside for emotional reasons and your subconscious is asking you to revisit whatever that is. If you enjoy dreaming, I personally do not, pay attention to your dreams this week and next week because your subconscious mind, which absorbs everything, will not only be purging unnecessary information often, but also giving you clues on what you need to work on. Um, you can't really see into the subconscious, but it can communicate with you about what is gumming up the gears of progress. Gemini, honesty within friendship is key, and this full moon may open a door for meaningful exchange of feelings with friends or associates. The 11th house is also um, in charge of hopes and dreams for the future. So this moon might also illuminate your path forward in regard to closing in on those dreams. If you do any work with the public, you may receive some clarity about your mission, your message. Don't back away from what you feel passionate or really creative about, even if you experience trolls trying to cramp your buzz. Cancer. If you work in the public eye or in social media, this week could be great in terms of attention focused on you. That's only really a problem if you aren't ready for the attention to be on you. But this is not a time to hold back or play things safe. The full moon will illuminate what is in your way on your path of achievement and career. It's tempting to be small and avoid criticism or attention or failure, but that won't really move you forward very much. So be a bold bitch. Leo, the moon falls in your ninth house and it's a very spiritual placement. Your beliefs and philosophies about life and how you live it are lit up by this lunation. Your path forward can become clearer. You may also realize around this time that you don't believe some of the things that you thought you did. So let that shit go. Declutter your belief system and your dreams for the future and focus on the adventures and experiences that are worth the work and the effort. Virgo. This moon is going to be a deep one for you, but it also has a potential to be incredibly healing and propel you forward. The, this moon lights up your eighth house. This is like lighting up the closet or old storage unit where you've accumulated emotional baggage from intimate connections. 
this house also rules debt, taxes, and generally money that you didn't earn at a job. So this is a very good time to unpack those bags. Use this time to notice, acknowledge, and work through wounds around intimacy, money, or behaviors that hold you back. Libra. Happy birthday to you, Libra. Your sign rules relationships and contractual partnerships like marriage. And it seems like that's a big focus for you this whole year. So here it is again. This moon lights up your seventh house and will show you what needs to be leveled up in your relationships. Issues that come up now are ones that you need to focus on. And as you do that, a portal develops that allows you to evolve within that partnership. This does also refer to employer relationships. Um, let the light shine on the things that need work and don't be shy about allowing things to change. Scorpio. I love a full moon in the sixth house. This is a great placement for purging and purification. Release old habits that aren't healthy. Release anything that hampers your healing process. You may become aware of some body issues that you need to take care of. For example, just make the GD doctor appointment already. Um, this house is also about work projects or plans that you've been working on, uh, will be finishing up for better or worse around this time. So once that's happened, take time to breathe and replenish your personal energy. Sagittarius. The fifth house is the house of creativity, fun, romantic sex, and courtship. Ooh. Creative projects can be wrapping up or coming to fruition around this time. Give credit where credit is due, especially if it is you. I like that that rhymes. You may become aware of feeling like you're missing something. FOMO. Um, it might be that you're working too hard or not hard enough. We need balance. And you have to replenish the well on either side of that. If you've been playing too hard, that's going to show up. But listen to your inner child at this time and see what he or she is needing. Capricorn. Family issues and obligational detritus, I love that word, can float to the surface around this full moon, which illuminates what's going on in your fourth house. You may be more aware of dysfunction and things that weigh you down. Examine your roots and ancestral history and see what resonates with you. This is a good time to release guilt which you excel at, what makes you feel secure and taken care of? That isn't always the family of birth. Sometimes we have to do for ourselves what wasn't done for us. Doing it without victim or martyr thinking is imperative. Aquarius, this moon in your third house is likely to generate busyness for you. Whatever your message is, people are listening and that may become more apparent during this time. Information and messages are almost guaranteed during this full moon, so pay attention. Also, secrets coming to light are possible. An issue with a sibling or a neighbor might also pop up. Use this moon to clear your planner. If you've taken on too much and you don't have energy for growth, prune some branches. And finally, Pisces. Feelings and maybe fears around money, income, and assets are likely around this full moon. What exchanges of money energy make you feel oogie and which ones make you feel abundant? Oogie is my spirit word um, and bajiggity. 
pay attention to those feelings. Use this moon to release old feelings and beliefs about money that hold you back. The moon in your second house can also help you see where the leaks and holes are and give you clarity about exactly what you want to manifest. Work on your budget and see about paying off some smaller bills because it will really boost your overall vibe. And that, my friends, is the scoop for this week, October 3rd to October 10th. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for your emails and your questions and stuff. And I will talk to you guys next week. Have a great one. Bye. Thank you.